Bruh. Vince McMahon pre-selling the stunner, getting up, stumbling, bouncing off the ropes, Austin trying his damnedest to get his arm underneath his chin was the greatest about 10 seconds that felt like 20 minutes in the history of entertainment. I legit almost fucking died from laughing so hard. I couldn't catch my breath. I thought that was the end. I thought I was in the upper room, bro. Oh, that was wonderful. Are you ready for WrestleMania? Well, hopefully you were, because this is recorded well after WrestleMania. Um, WrestleMania was in the books. It's Saturday and Sunday. That's still weird to get used to, but I like it. I like it. WrestleMania 38, which technically is like WrestleMania like 40-something, because, I mean, it's been two nights for like three years now. But I must admit, I was a professional wrestler for a little bit. I've watched it my whole life. I, I mean, I've eat, slept, shitted pro wrestling for decades, but over the last, uh, shoot, decade or so, I've kind of fallen off of the heavy fanaticism of pro wrestling, and for the first time in a long time, I can easily say that, that this WrestleMania probably gave me more, not probably, it did give me more joy while watching pro wrestling than I've had in forever. I thoroughly enjoyed that show. It was a good time. It felt like whatever stick that's been up WWE's ass forever now kind of got pushed out a little bit, you know, like, it took a break for a night, they need a new stick to shove up there or something, it's just worn down, I I don't know what it was, I don't know if they had one last cocaine hurrah (laughs) tonight before, and they just said, screw it, go out and have fun, guys, I don't know, but I loved it, man, the first night, I mean, it was just, the first night, man, I put that up against really any WrestleMania that came before it. It was just really, really good. The tag match, I mean, I'm going to try to run it down. You know, I don't do too much damn research. I ain't got a Wikipedia page sitting in front of me. I'm sitting in a car driving home from the gym. So I'll try my best to recap it in order or whatever. But that tag match at the beginning with Nakamura and Boogs. See, this is one of those times where I, my time of not watching it is kind of exposed for me because I, a guy like that booze cat, I saw him at first, uh, he was just doing the guitar thing and it sucked because I knew that this guy was the replacement for Elias when there was really no need for an Elias replacement, but I don't book the show and that's who I got. So I never was really into this dude. And it was also what he had against him was 
I felt like you put him with Nakamura, who's a guy that I desperately, desperately want to get excited for again. And I just can't. I mean, when he, when him and Styles had that, this match is like, oh man, this is a Wrestle Kingdom New Japan match in WWE, and they're letting it happen. Oh man! And then they went out there and just like bored me to fucking tears. I haven't been to with Nakamura since, which sucks. I love the dude. The dude's entertaining until, and I, you know, some people probably hate me for this, but until his matches start, and then I'm like, ah, okay, cool. Next match. Um, unfortunately, old boy Boogs tore his quad trying to pick two grown-ass men up at the same time after doing it like the night before. It sucks, man. I mean, he does these strongman things like every week, and then the biggest fucking show of his career happens, and he his quad decides that it, ain't, it can't take no more. His knee and his quad. I mean, I it, it's not... You can be strong, but it's a big difference between picking up a bar and a barbell at the gym and picking up two human beings. They just they're gonna move, they're gonna be a little softer and gushier. It's not the same. And them joints, man, and them muscles, they can't handle that. And then Pop went his quad. McMahon was in the back like fuck you. I tore both of them and I still probably had sex with my wife that night. But McMahon probably lost our respect for him, so I don't expect to see boogs no more. But whatever. Cool enough match, man. I didn't know that the Usos did the 3D. Somebody got to do it. It's too good of a move. And if anybody's going to do it, it might as well be them. So cool that Usos won. Uh, Like I said, I don't have a rundown sheet. I don't remember what the hell the second match is. So fuck it. <laughs> Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair. Let me tell you something. I will never, ever apologize for being excited to see black wrestlers in high-profile spots. I don't give a fuck what you think. You can say, oh, that's racist. Well, fuck you, because I've seen number of white people in wrestling since I was a child, and I never called that, well, a few times I did, called that racist. So call me racist if you want. I'm just happy to see folks that have the same fucking skin tone as me doing some big things after long being savages and hard-headed workers if you hit their head their head didn't hurt uh they put on zulu paint and couldn't talk and just made fucking sounds and you had the guy that was mr usa dressing up like shaka zulu as well like the people didn't know he was fucking Tony Atlas for forever in a day. Um, watching dudes have to dance and be told that uh, people like you don't win championships and then not winning championships. So, you know, if I if I had to sit through that for the majority of my life, you best believe that when you got all these black folks on WrestleMania in high profile spots winning titles, you damn skippy. I'm going to be excited. Because that was rare slash non-existent for most of my life. Yeah, I know The Rock. I know The Rock. But, you know, we can have that conversation a different day. The Rock is most definitely black. Don't think that ain't what I'm saying. But one day we'll have that conversation, people. But anyway, Bianca Belair comes out with a whole marching band. And they play her theme song as a band. 
And it was the coolest shit ever, man. Like, she came out. She was a star, bro. And then when they played her actual thing, the band still kept playing over the actual thing and played along with it. And it was just, it was, I mean, you, if you didn't get hype, I don't know what to tell you. That shit had me hype. I was hype. I wanted to watch her win that belt. And I knew 110% that that night she was not going to win that bitch because that's how WWE has been for so long. It's like, hey, man, you excited right now? You excited? Guess what? We finna let your ass off on the bottom floor, bitch. It's a long drop, and it's gonna hurt. And that's how it's always been. You wanted it. It felt like it was happening, and they would snatch that from you. But they didn't. They didn't. Bianca won that belt. That match was awesome. Bianca took a heel to her eye, and I'm like, good God. That woman's eyes swollen shut. I thought she got hit so hard, I thought that her eyelash came off. But in all actuality, that was just her eye. Her eye was so swollen, it was drooping like Rocky won. And that was hardcore. But she won that belt. It was a great match. She was doing flips and shit while obviously probably loopy and concussed. Bianca Belair is a beast. Bianca Belair is a star. Bianca Belair should be on my screen next year and years after because if you was looking for a star, you found it. You found one in Becky Lynch years ago. Keep her around. Keep doing it, man. They, I am so impressed by both of them because I wasn't the biggest Becky fan in terms of her in, in the ring. I just wasn't, but she was on point at WrestleMania. I mean, even the, the messed up uh, Molly go around and turn into a, a liger kick off the top rope would still look still look good. You just knew that wasn't what it was supposed to be. But that was awesome. Um, shit, what else? What else? Oh, Logan Paul. Logan Paul team with the Miz and faced who the hell did they face? Oh, the Mysterios. Let me get this out the way right now. I am happy that Rey Mysterio gets the team with his son. That seems like the coolest damn thing that could possibly happen to someone is have their children. If they're going to follow in their footsteps, be able to follow in their footsteps um, just for a bit and then walk side by side with their parent. That's that's cool as shit to see. Like, But with that being said, the Rey Mysterio has been treated like dog shit for about, what, shit, three years now? Rey Mysterio gets his ass beat constantly. I didn't watch Raw, but I saw the highlights from the night after WrestleMania, and they got their ass beat night after WrestleMania <laughs> by some cat that just showed up, uh, and the Veer guy. And this tag match was no different. They come out, Rey's son, adopted son, <laughs> came out dressed like his father back in 1994, Eddie Guerrero, and they have this match, and Dominic looks great. People hate on him because it's nepotism in their mind. Who gives a fuck? The world is nepotism. Dude is holding up his end of the bargain. He can't talk for shit, but neither can his pops. But he can wrestle pretty damn well. Logan Paul. This motherfucker almost hate his guts. People hate his guts anyway for his YouTube stuff. I hate his guts because the fucker gets to do all these cool ass things in life. and <laughs> And it's not stopping. He fights Floyd Mayweather whether it's an exhibition or not. It was like a guy getting a birthday gift of renting Floyd Mayweather for about three hours. And he got to go out there and get his ass whooped but make it look like he can hang. 
and then gets to be at WrestleMania, less like you know, and looks like he's been a trained wrestler for thirty years. It's it's crazy how some folks just got all the luck, <laughs> but he did a damn good job. Uh, damn good job. And that was cool. Miz turned on him after, you know, Logan, him and Logan Paul won. So I guess they'll have a one-on-one match, and we'll see if he continues to have all the luck. What's another match that happened that I can remember before the main stuff? Um, Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. Charlotte and Ronda Rousey. It was good. It just... um had a hard match to follow with Bianca and Becky. If Charlotte and Ronda was night two, it would have still been compared to Becky and, and uh, Bianca, but it wouldn't, it would have at least had uh, the better situation of not being the same night because <laughs> it was too soon to forget about that, that Becky and Bianca match. They did something different. It looked stiff at times. It looked very coordinated at times, but, you know, it's wrestling. Shit's not real. And I I liked it enough. I liked it. I liked it more as I thought about it than I did at the time, but that's kind of a lot of different things. I was tired and worn out. It it was not a long night, but it was a lot of good stuff, and that that'll wear you down, because I'm sure I'm forgetting something, I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but I can't remember, um, let's see, the main, the main, Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin, biggest star, maybe ever, if he ain't the biggest star ever, it's by inches to Hogan, and Stone Cold Steve Austin gets brought on Kevin Owens' show. And we heard all the rumors. Austin's coming back. But when this man came out and he did the old dog, the old gunfighter, I got one more left in me, fight against this guy who, and Kevin Owens, who did a great job and protecting himself as a character. He wasn't a coward about fighting Steve Austin. He wanted to fight Steve Austin. He didn't know if he could get him to show up any other way than shitting on his hometown and making it seem like he just wanted to have a sit-down conversation so that he could then talk him in to fighting him because he's a guy that likes to fight too. And it wasn't, I love the fact that it wasn't like, I'm here I am, I'm Kevin Owens, I want to fight this legend, but I'm so scared of him, I got to attack him beforehand. He didn't do that. They got in there, he told him what he wanted. He wanted, he gave the challenge. And once it was accepted, he didn't bum rush him. He stood there with him and waited for them to clear all the shit out of the ring, for the ref to come down. And for the bell to ring. And then he fought him. He fought the baddest motherfucker around. Because he wanted to, he wanted a chance to go at it with him. And I love that. And 
<laughs> when it first started, no, I was doing those stomps, man. Those stomps. Look, I'm not 56. I am 37. And my body gets a little stiff and tired at times. And I can only imagine sitting in a chair for about 10 minutes after riding such a high. Probably took all the blood out of his legs. He probably, him legs was probably heavy as, as if cement was in his boots. So he showed up and he did those stomps, man. I'm like, oh, no, man. He's stiff already. He's stiff and it just started. He couldn't get the legs to start kicking. And I'm like, it's going to be rough, bud. And he got out of the ring and he was throwing Owens around. And I'm like, man, he's so slow and stiff, man. He can't get no blood back in them legs. And about five minutes after I felt that way, this son of a bitch was taking a suplex on the concrete. Now, I don't know if you've ever been flipped on the concrete before, but I can tell you that it don't feel good. And I was about 32 years old the last time I got slammed on concrete, and it hurt like a bitch for about three days. So I can only imagine how Steve Austin feels even today. But they brought around a deal. They did a cooler thing where they ended up both on a 4 by 4 and they rode up the top of the ramp and fought up on the ramp, and then Owens rolled literally rolled his big old ass down that ramp and they had to hurt like a bitch but he was gonna sell his ass off for steve austin because kevin owens is pretty damn awesome at this shit they get in the ring he hits austin with a stunner which was cool because kevin owens has been doing the stunner for a few years now and it was never really talked about the only thing austin did was like on a podcast or something told him to put some stank on it and he put some stank on this stunner. And Austin took that stunner like <laughs> he took that stunner like a G. It was awesome. And then Owens goes for the chair shot, misses, cracks himself upside the head and gets hit with a stunner. And it's over and it's all good. And Austin gets to stun people and drink a bunch of damn beer and gets to stun um the ring announcer guy again without kicking him in the nuts this time first. It was just, it was awesome, man. When it was all said and done, dude, I was just, I was thoroughly satisfied. I couldn't believe I saw what I saw. It just kind of went into the, the, the mental bank of, I cannot believe this year. I cannot believe the last few years. It doesn't really seem like it's actually happening because <laughs> it's just, it's too crazy. It's just too crazy. But in this case, it was crazy in a good way. And I enjoyed myself. And I I can't say that I've said that about WWE stuff for quite some time. They did good work. Uh, I don't regret that I didn't go to Dallas because, yeah, I just don't feel like it. It was the only thing I wish I could have been sitting with my boys watching it, but, you know, we got jobs and shit. So, you know, it happens. But um, I'll come back with night two and talk about that and how that night went. Old-ass Vince McMahon wrestled. Probably should never do that shit again, but I'm very thankful that he did. We had a jackass, I'm going to call it a jackass match. And that shit was a great piece of television. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Hopefully you'll listen. I don't know, man. Hopefully I can figure out ways to get this podcast out to more people. Because right now, 
<laughs> I'm pretty much talking to my damn self. And in some ways, I don't mind it. But in other ways, it's like, well, hell, I like to get my podcast out to people. So I'll figure out more ways. So I'll try to. And in those that do listen to this, if you got any ideas, I'm sure you know where to hit me up because you probably saw the link to this on Facebook and Instagram. So um, I'll talk to y'all soon, man. I appreciate y'all listening. Enjoy some wrestling. Enjoy some life. I would say enjoy some sun, but if you're in St. Louis, it ain't nothing but cloudy and rainy right now. But when it comes out, Get out with it. All right, I'll talk to y'all. See you.